Greetings and salutations. Welcome back to the Nurse Niche. I am your host, Sean. As always, thanks for tuning in and listening. Uh, My little old podcast is slowly coming along. As of now, I still don't know how this is going to turn out. I'm simply just getting my voice out there and talking about topics that interest me and topics that I see out there in the world of the internets and social media. For those of you who have been listening and for those of you who have been commenting, greatly appreciate it. Always looking for suggestions, comments, concerns. What can I do better? What did I suck at? Still not sure what I'm going to do concerning the uh, RSS feed and how I'm getting this out there on the iTunes because that's the next step. I have way too many options and I'd rather have no options and only one way to do it, but I currently have like three different options that will get this podcast onto iTunes, so sit tight. I'm still trying to figure out the best option. And yes, the microphone issue is still a concern of mine. I'm still recording this stuff with my iPhone and my headset. Um, would be nice to have a real microphone so that the audio quality is better, but quite honestly, I'm not sure if this podcast is going to stay alive, so I'm not going to invest money into a, any equipment until I realize or know for sure that I'm going to keep doing this thing. So, yes, I'm cheap. Sorry. I hope you'll still listen even though I have a cheap audio at this point. Anyway, rambling's over. Today's topic of discussion is nurse preceptors and preceptor training. This uh, discussion or this topic um, I visited uh, quite a while back on Twitter with a fellow nurse in regards to proper training with preceptors. Do preceptors actually go through quote-unquote training? Um, or do they just get thrown to the wolves the same way that nursing students get thrown to the wolves and they're to figure it out as they go? Experience would tell me and experience would probably tell you that it's the latter. Um, A preceptor is chosen simply because of time and grade. Hey, you've been a nurse for so-and-so months, so-and-so many years. We have new nurses that need to be trained. Could you, would you please train them? Here's the manual. Thanks. And then the preceptor has to proceed and educate, train, and prune the new nurse. And that new nurse being either a brand new grad or a new nurse to the unit or a new nurse to that particular um, nursing area. It's their job to take them from not knowing to knowing so that they can practice independently as a nurse on their floor. No pressure there. And ultimately when that nurse that they're training doesn't do well, um, it's of course the preceptor's fault or at least they're partially to blame. Um, Also, if that particular nurse shines and is like the bomb diggity, of course, it's because of the preceptor. The problem lies once again in the culture that we have created as a nursing, as a profession Um, the throw into the pool and let's see how you do mentality. 
you graduate from school and you move on to your job and whether it's new job, one job, two jobs, three jobs, your on-the-job training slash orientation is basically throw you in there and let's see how you can manage the stress. Most of it applies to preceptorship. Is that even a word? Preceptors do the same thing. Hey, here's the book, here's the nurse. Teach them. Thank you. Let me know when you're done. There's huge gaping holes in that theory and that plan of attack. I don't think I need to go through how many problems can arise with that. I think ultimately my problem with this whole concept of preceptors are just thrown to the wolves, figure it out, thank you kind of attitude is preceptors need to be taught how people learn because... It will all depend on how someone learns as to how well they will succeed. Nurse A and Nurse B both get the same orientation packet, but Nurse A is more, is more successful when it comes to hands-on experiences, hands-on training, getting their hands dirty. Nurse B is better at scenarios and discussions and... Um, uh, observation before they get their hands dirty. I'm pretty sure you can figure out that Nurse A and Nurse B need to be taught a little bit differently in order for them to succeed. This is just one of the many areas that uh, become a problem when it comes to preceptors and their orientees. Um, there's a relationship that has to be developed between the two of them. Um, Another concept that I'm a firm believer in is that I think you should have more than one preceptor. I think it's important that you learn more than one way to do things. There's more than one way to skin a cat. There's more than one method or approach to um, the care that you give at the bedside. Everything from the way you pass meds, the way you do a, a bedside dressing change to the more complex issues of you know, assisting with a central line procedure or titrating titratable meds. I mean, the list goes on. I think that's the problem is that, you know, people are going to learn at a different pace. They're going to learn differently because of the person teaching. So the poor preceptor has to figure that out on their own, and hopefully they can. And knowing from experience as a preceptor when I was a bedside nurse and as a preceptor for new nurse practitioners, the most difficult thing for any preceptor is being able to step back and watch. And the whole being able to step back and watch concept is, is that, that, that you know the new nurse has to learn and a simple task that you can do in a matter of seconds can take them minutes or, you know, God forbid, a half hour to an hour. They are going to move a lot slower. They're going to transition a lot slower. Their time management skills are being developed. So while you have a certain number of tasks, certain number of patients that you can do X, Y, and Z in a certain amount of time, that new nurse is going to take probably 10 times that amount to get the job done. And while you as the preceptor with your experience would be able to just step in and dip, dip, zip, zip, done, the new nurse has to figure out how to navigate that. And 
I think the most trying and most difficult thing for a preceptor is being able to stand back and not say anything, not help them. Of course you're there to make sure that there is no harm done to the patient. You're there to support the new nurse in their, their new endeavors. You're, you're there as an immediate resource, but you cannot do the job for them. They have to figure that out on their own. And as a preceptor, that is probably the most difficult thing for you to do, especially in the beginning of the training. As time goes on, as they develop their skills towards the end of their orientation, I mean, quote-unquote, the, the preceptor's on easy street because they get to back, sit back and watch them do the job that they're doing like you can. So you get to watch them and sign off on, yeah, they're ready to go. But that that's a very trying thing for most preceptors is to stand back and watch. All of these things need to be taught to the preceptor prior to the orientation starting with that nurse, any nurse. And I only know of a couple instances where the preceptor actually had to go through a preceptor school of some sort, some sort of a, a short week course, a couple days a week, maybe a simple seminar of just the highlights of what are the, the, the main objectives and the main concerns that a preceptor would have whenever they're um, orienting a new nurse. But more often than not, that preceptor is basically just thrown to the wolves, dropped into the pool, and they have to figure it out on their own. As you can imagine, this is a domino effect. It stresses the preceptor, it stresses the new nurse, it stresses everyone around them. So it, it's, a, it's a cyclical um, problem that needs addressed. The take-home message here is, is that for you, the new nurse, have a little bit of compassion for your preceptor. And for you, the preceptor, if you're new at this or if you're having trouble doing the job, maybe you should bring it to someone's attention um, about educating nurses who are going to be preceptors. There's absolutely nothing wrong with... Um, backing away and saying no to being a preceptor because you need time to figure out how to be a preceptor. I'm beating a dead horse and it's a broken record but I'll say it over and over again. It's not about you. It's not about the new nurse. It's not about your unit director or anyone else. It is about the patient. It is about how to best care for the patient. How do you optimize the care for the patient? You, as the preceptor, are in charge of making sure that that care is delivered in the most optimal manner, not only for you personally, but also from the nurse that you're going to educate and train. And a relationship between the preceptor and the nurse that is a well-oiled machine turns out to be one of the best things I've ever seen. Patients benefit from it, the unit benefits from it, you, your co-workers, the new nurses, they all benefit from a good relationship between the preceptor and the new nurse. All of this is food for thought. If you do have a program out there that's um, geared towards helping nurses become better preceptors, then my, my hat's off to you and I applaud you.
if you are in a program in an area or work for an employer that does not have these kind of services, maybe it's something that you should look into. This episode was a tad bit longer than most. I had a lot to say about this one. Um, I'm looking forward to your comments, your concerns, your suggestions. Thank you for taking time out of your busy day to listen to me, listen to this podcast. Tune in next time.